Hello and welcome to YHTV's Flowing into Awareness with visionary and master intuitive Anatara. I'm Christina Suzuma, your host of this program. This is episode 29. Are you entitled to love? Hmm. I'm sure many will want to hear this. <laughs> Hello, Anatara. Oh, hi, Christina. <laughs> Are how's we she, entitled? Love Sorry. Love, love. Yeah. Oh, gosh, love is everywhere. Mm-hmm. Love is everywhere. It's mm-hmm. funny how as, as we grow up, depending on uh, the way we were raised, um, there, there were such different parameters around love. Mm-hmm. What it means to be loved. Oh, we'll so only true. love if. You know. <laughs> oh, I, I yeah, we may get into that today. Yes, <laughs> yes. I mean, are yeah. you entitled to it? Um, you know. Well, <laughs> <laughs> now. <laughs> now that you've understood a few things. Um, I'm actually gonna read the little paragraph that I wrote about this show, mm. just so that so that I don't forget to introduce it in the way I want it to come forth. <laughs> love it. So, so if the title is, Are You Entitled to Love? Look, look at it from the pers- these perspectives. There are so many expressions of love. We give love. We receive love. It is the currency of life. Love is the currency of life. As human beings, love is our primary fuel. We have all of the receptors required to sense, feel, and give love. Simply through birth, it is ours. It is not something which is owed to us. It is, in all ways, ours. And you know, when you say we can only live uh, love if, uh, love if, we can only receive love if, if we are a certain way, if we behave in a certain way, if we feel that we're good enough, <laughs> love is ours. And love, even though it, it, it feels like it comes from other people, and it feels like it comes from circumstances and life events, the love that we perceive in the things and the people around us is coming through us. It is the currency of life that, that brings us life. It is the currency of life that helps us come alive, as we were dis- discussing in our last episode. Love. How, how do we want to define that? If we think of it as the main fuel of being, then we need it. We need it to, to exist. We need it for our selves to, cells to work. We need it for our minds and our hearts to function. Uh, we need it all around us, and we need to be able to see it and identify it so that we feel alive, so that we are alive. And, and how, you know, how do we receive that? You know, those receptors I, I mentioned, if we come into this life, in these bodies, with all of the receptors required to sense and feel and have and give love, then what happens to us when we are feeling unloved? What it, what's not working? What's, what's shut down or turned off or missing? You know, what is it that we don't see? It, our, our, general most automatic tendency as a human being if we had 
you know, were we to live our lives without any events um, or messages that told us to shut down love, our automatic way of being would be to love everything. It would be to receive everything as equal, to see that as I love you, I love myself. As you love me, I love you. That, that this fuel, which is unquenchable, this fuel that we cannot extinguish, is, is viable. It's, it's strong. It's, it's just coursing through our lives, through our veins, through our thoughts, through, through all of the opportunities that, that come to us and don't come to us. Uh, we, we think of love sometimes as, as being uh, very conditional. It has rules to it. Uh, if, and we think about that for ourselves. If, if I am not a good enough girl, then you won't love me. If I don't show you that I can go by your rules, whatever they might be, then I'm not lovable. And therefore, it feels like I don't have any love. But the love is under there. The love is in there. The love is inside you regardless of what someone else tells you or regardless of what someone tries to impose on you. So how do you bring yourself back to this love that is yours if you're not feeling it? I mean, the, the first thing that, that I suggest um, to people is that you remember what it, what it feels like when you have known love. Remember what it feels like to you when you have felt secure in love. And that doesn't mean by being in love in that sort of way, but being in a, in a condition of love, being in a state of reciprocal love, being in a place where you felt that your needs were met by, by your, your surroundings and by the people in it, and that it felt like love, real love, whole love, big love, small love, just love. And, and what is it for you to, to be delivering love? Does that feel, is it different to you than when you're receiving it? And if it is different, why is it different? Isn't, isn't love that constant flow, that constant reciprocity, that, that knowing that you're in a stream that supports and, and loves you and that supports and loves everything else around you? Even when we, when we look at things that we may feel abashed about or ashamed of or guilty about, isn't there love in there too? Can, can you love yourself for seeing through whatever misunderstanding it was that, that helped you to create a situation that you don't feel so good about anymore? There's always love there. Love is not always that, that state of mind where it is perfectly obvious and perfectly reciprocal. Even though the reciprocity is there, it might not always feel like this other kind of love that we want to find and want to have all the time. But if you can remember that there is always love available to you and that love is always right around the corner, even if you're not noticing it, you take away some of the, you know, the shackles to loving that you may have imposed upon yourself. You, you dissolve some of the shackles about loving and being loved that it may feel that someone else gave you. And you look instead to that part of yourself that will and can and always does remember that love is the fuel of your existence, that love is the fuel of life, that love is yours by birth. 
that love is yours by being. And if you can start your days and, and move into parts of parts of your interactions with people that don't feel completely loving by saying to yourself, there is love here. I know there's love here. It may not look like perfect love, but I know it's here. You're going to start to see the places where love is, where love is always available, where love, even though it seems like it's hiding, is there. And Christina, when you mentioned a few minutes ago that that the, you know different cultures and and different times in you know in the in the lives of of humans, there have been different ways to work with the idea of love, ways to work with the concept of of being able to have love. I have I have one example of this. I remember when my kids were small, and they're now in their thirties. But I remember when they were were small, I was always saying to them, "I love you." And and what I was expressing when I said that and said it out loud was that was that feeling of of bursting love and perfection and inclusion that I felt just about their beings. I loved them. I was in love with the love with the fact that they were here, that they were here with me, and that they made me bring out love. I remember one of my aunts saying to me at that time, why do you say that to your kids all the time? <laughs> why are you telling them that you love them? And I thought to myself, I, I don't know why. <laughs> uh, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't know how not to say it. Um, I feel it. I give it. I express it. And I've watched my kids with their kids giving the same sort of expression to the love that they feel. And when you express it, the reciprocity is huge. The feedback is huge. The love that returns is huge. Give it. Receive it. If we don't hide from it. It can find us. <laughs> mm. Really, very beautiful, uh, Anatara. As you were speaking, it it brings me to uh, what one of our faculty has said, uh, Nishala Devi. Uh, she works with many people um, through meditation, through her techniques of yoga techniques, through sutras, and she has a saying of loving kindness mm. to always share that no matter what is on uh, the other side uh, it's part of the energetic balance uh, of being able to shift a situation through loving kindness so whether it be to a loved one whether it be to someone who is giving you negative energy it doesn't matter if we continue to hold that loving kindness within our heart the shifts will change it will it's like one drop is that thousand waves and uh, it's so funny because there you are in that generation that I was sort of referring to like how are you he was like why are you always telling your children I love you well you know uh, it's it's very funny it's um uh, I have one part of my siblings who aren't quite used to doing that and myself being the trailer at the end was like no I want to say I love you I want to give hugs I want that kinesthetic exchange mm. Mm. <laughs> and and you know the word the word love is is an energy of its of its own it is a wave of its own and and it's not just because it it evokes and expresses a certain feeling it is the word itself love is love is love is love and if that is that fuel if it is of life it is if it is the currency of how we exist when we acknowledge it when we use the word when we allow the feeling we are we're topping up the tank 
You know, we're, we're maintaining full tanks of love. It's, it's just an incredible experience. It really is. And, and um, I, I do believe, because I've seen it, I've seen, as you said, even scientifically, even in the medical field now, they see, they see how people's um, uh, 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 imbalances have completely shifted because of the loving energy of a pet or a dog or children. I mean, they've seen that. It's been proven that that unconditional love from one that you don't even know or one that you don't have a lifetime of communication with, it is still so powerful. And something else just popped into my mind when you said that. <laughs> the love helped it pop in. Um, <laughs> when we expect love and when we expect that there is love, even in the seemingly um, not so happy moments or not so happy situations, when we expect that even in a, in a down time and space, that there is love there somewhere, the love can find us. And it makes the, the, the stuff of whatever's going on that feels like not love easier to be a part of and easier to learn from. It actually allows the love to teach us. And, and when we expect love, we don't need to find shame in ourselves or in others. We don't need to abuse ourselves or others. We aren't sort of flailing around looking for the next worst thing to happen to us. We're, we're flowing, always allowing the next best and most loving thing to be available to us. That's beautiful. Mm. Very beautiful. Well, this, uh, yes, this, uh, Discussion on love. I think we could go on for days, don't you? I think we I should have a panel could. discussion just on love. <laughs> I would really enjoy that. <laughs> Very interesting. Well, thank you so much, Anatara. That is a, a, a beautiful moment, a beautiful moment of love. And uh, it, truly, you gift it from your heart to everyone around you. And it's very clear that we see that. Thank you so much. <laughs> and of course thank you Segovia Smith and the Yoga Hub team for making this moment possible and to each and every one of you for joining us in this new platform of information and education we're always grateful for your continuous support and look forward to hearing your feedback on how we can serve you better if you enjoyed this show please leave a comment on iTunes or on YouTube so that we can continue to travel through this world wide web we invite you to join us for our other shows live on Tuesdays for Magical Medical Tour at 10.30 a.m. Pacific, 1.30 p.m. Eastern, Wednesdays for Trinity of Life at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern, followed every other week with Flowing Into Awareness with Anatara. You can also connect with Anatara by following her on Twitter, at Anatara, and of course her own website, anatara.ca, anatara.ca. We also would love for you to subscribe to our weekly shows via email updates. Just visit our site at yogahub.tv for more details. Again, you can leave your comments and suggestions. We'd always love to hear from you. Give us a call at 818-LET'S-TALK. 818-LET'S-TALK. Until next time, namaste. YHTV's Trinity of Life. 
Come join me, Christina Suzama, as I journey to find the many modalities that support individuals, from children to adults to elders, with topics ranging from health and wellness, meditation, and inspirational stories. I invite you to visit yogahub.tv every Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern.